It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello, and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it's a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an absolutely amazing show. I will introduce my guest shortly, and I promise this is going to be a lot of fun. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I usually do this every single week. So the final quarter of the year will be upon us very shortly. If you are running a business, you need to have people in your pipeline. That means knowing who is most likely to become a customer in the near future. Last week, I was evaluating who is in my 100-day pipeline as I prepare to sprint to the finish line to the end of the year, as well as the monetary value of that pipeline. It got me excited that while my goals for the year are still a ways off, there's still a possibility that I can still reach them. I shared that with my coach, Chris Whitehead, a few days ago, and he gave me a lot of encouragement, followed by some strategies that I can implement to make those goals a reality. If you don't have a coach, you should. A great coach will help you clarify your goals, help you develop a program to reach them, serve as your cheerleader, and provide you with tough love when you need it. Knowing what your target is has to happen before you can ever hope to hit it. With all that in mind, I want to introduce my guest this week, and she is Diana Patton. Let me tell you about her. Diana was born into a complicated world and a complicated family. She had a white dad and a black mom, which taught her a lot about diversity. She learned how to advocate for herself at the age of 14 when she stopped her father from trying to molest her. Instead of running away, she started running track. Eventually, her mom started slipping encouraging scriptures and positive quotes into her track shoes, which gave her the courage to go to law school. She then climbed the corporate ladder to executive-level positions within Fortune 500 companies and became a civil rights attorney and vice president at a fair housing organization. Still, she longed to encourage women to stand up for themselves, so she started her own company in 2016 she uses her movement called Rise Advocates to help professional women overcome challenges, to use their voice to advocate for themselves and for diversity, equity, and inclusion. And she's the author of two books. One is called Inspiration in My Shoes. The other is called This Yogi's Journey. We have so much to unwrap today. So here we are with my very special guest, Diana Patton. Woo! Diana, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing so good. Man, I'm inspired. Oh, good. I'm so inspired. I love your voice. Well, thank you. I, I received that and oh, I own it. Thank so you good. So much. Yeah. Thank you so much. I get that a lot. So I appreciate that. So here's the first thing that I want to talk about, because I know that you have a very long, rich and diverse history. Did you envision early on that you would be where you are today? Uh, you know, somewhat. Yes. I always dreamed of doing something for somebody and just like, let's go. You know, I always thought, you know, I was born in Hell's Kitchen, New York City. Well, you know, I was kind of born a little bit in Hell's Kitchen, but uh -huh. you know, yes, I really, I really, I didn't know how to get to where I am today, but I always knew I wanted to be there for the little girl, baby Diana, you know, little mm -hmm. baby Diana. I wanted to be that grown up person for her. So yeah, you could say that. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I love asking my guests about their rock bottom moment and how they got out of it. Jesus, I got a few. Let me figure out which one it was. 
the first one was waking up after my father tried to molest me mm. and not thinking I wanted to wake up, really contemplating that. Like, do I really want to be here? Right. Thank that was you. rock bottom. Number one, rock bottom. Number two, after my brother committed suicide, mm. that was a hard one because I had a really bad argument with my brother the day before he took his life. Oh, third rock bottom moment was after George Floyd was murdered. And I went through the deepest depression of my entire life. So, you know, Brian, I got a few. So yeah. I think that, you know, that that about sums it up. Wow. I I had that third moment after 9-11 happened 20 years ago. Mm, I, mm. It just took me, it took me, actually, it only, it only, interesting enough, it only took me two weeks to break out of the phone. And then guess what happened? Janet mm. Jackson came to Phoenix and I had tickets. I so did. I went to see Janet Jackson two days after 9-11. Oh, it was the best thing that could have happened. And this is one reason why I love Janet Jackson so much is because I felt like she absolutely picked up my spirits and I could start my life over again. I know that is right. We better get some snaps to Janet. She knows how to pick you up, especially mm -hmm. I wanted to be in that pleasure principle video so bad. I really oh. did. <laughs> Paula Abdul choreographed that, didn't she? I think she did. You know, Paula, where's she at these days? I don't even know where Paula's at. But anyways, I love her. But Janet, for sure, definitely yeah. needs some props. I love that. So for anyone, so let me ask you, how did you, how did you break out of all of that? Jesus. I love, it. I love all of that. Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Listen, I have a deep faith. It's bigger than any physical um, thing, anything that could ever give to me on this earth. My resolve, resilience is exponential, spiritually related. So when I say that I cried out to the Lord, I did. I am not religious, but I am extremely spiritual. And I believe that the universe, that the God that created this universe created me with a deep purpose and a sense of resolve that's so beautiful that he wants me to go through these things so that I can help every person who struggles with the same type of issue, right? Because I have to go through it to help someone get through it. You hear what I'm saying here, mm -hmm. Brian? Mm -hmm. So it was that coupled with my fine ass husband. Okay. He's so fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my mm -hmm. husband is so fine. 24 years, this September 20th, right? We met in 1990, but I told him I couldn't be with him because he was white. Ain't that some ish? That's, mm -hmm. that's because <laughs> that is because of my father being white, I had such a negative, negative experience. But between my husband and the Lord Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. I am standing where I am today. Mm. Wow. That's absolutely amazing. So let me ask for anyone out there who is experiencing or has experienced an adverse childhood situation, how do you heal from that? I know you mentioned Jesus, and of course, that is yes. the right, the okay. right yes. answer. Amen. But what 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 strategies or tips can you advocate for? You have to read the book. By, by the way, everybody needs to educate themselves on adverse childhood experiences. So let me tell you something, Brian. I got books galore. So y'all's y'all viewers or excuse me, listeners, better get out your pens and papers. Okay. So here we go. Book number one. Are you ready? The yes. body keeps score. Are you familiar with it, Brian? The no. body keeps score by Dr. Bezel van der Kolf. 
Vendekoff. He wrote the book, The Body Keeps Score. He's a, a medical doctor who actually studied PTSD oh. and what happens with individuals with PTSD and then correlated that back to adverse childhood experiences. Let me give you all listeners an education. Back in 1994, it was the Center for Disease Control and Kaiser Permanente that did a study that found out about adverse childhood experiences, came up with a seven-point quiz, excuse me, 10-point quiz to see where you fall on the adverse childhood experience spectrum. The result of that study came up with like a triangle that determined, have you ever heard of Maslow's hierarchy? You ever heard of Maslow's hierarchy? Absolutely. They have a triangle, right? So they equated the same kind of triangle to an individual's adverse childhood experiences. And they basically, let me sum it up for you. The higher your score, the higher your trauma and adverse childhood experiences, which results in, guess what? At the tip of that triangle, early death. So how does one begin to unwind that first recognize that you do have it, take the assessment. Second, then you need to start taking steps to overcome this trauma that begins by recognizing a deep sense of self-awareness. What is playing in the background of your mind? What's in your narrative? You see, cause our brains are like pro our brain is like a computer program. However, it was programmed is exactly the result you will get, mm. right? I love Switch On Your Brain by yeah. my girl, Dr. Caroline Leaf, right? Dr. Caroline Leaf is an amazing. So we have to begin work first, understand it, recognize it, become aware, and then start doing a daily practice. There's so much there, Brian. We got to unpack, bro. Mm. There's a lot. There's a lot. But I gave two books, Switch On Your Brain mm-hmm. and The Body Keeps Score. I have okay. more. Fantastic. We have less than three minutes to our first break. So let me ask, why did you decide to become an entrepreneur? Because I'm about to change the world, bro. (laughs) I got to change the world. And you know what? I need the autonomy to do it. I have a lot that I need to share and I can't have anyone telling me I can't do it. Love that. Was your family supportive of this decision to be an entrepreneur? My family, who? My mama and my daddy? Who are you talking about? Uh, yeah, your your family. Yeah, brother, I've been on my own since I was seventeen. Mm. My husband, yeah, maybe we were gonna get divorced a few times, but <laughs> <laughs> started from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, this leads me to ask, what is your big mission? You mentioned that you need to change the world, but what does that mean to you? I help professional women overcome challenges, adversities, and traumas to activate their voice and use it to advocate for themselves and for diversity, equity, and inclusion. I also have to, these women, we got to close a 136-year equity gap. So we get to get these women speaking up in their companies and their communities, number one. Number two, we need diversity, equity, inclusion not to be just a statement, a photo app, right? We need it to be an actual lifestyle. Right. So I'm here to help organizations and to do that and to really have a deep sense of emotional intelligence and self-awareness. I love right? that. We, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. We got about a minute to the break. And real quickly, if right. someone is struggling to find what their big why is, what their big purpose is, what do you advocate that they look at? Number one, go to risewithdiana.com, right? But read the book, Start With Why. You ever mm-hmm. heard the book Start With Why by Simon Sinek? Yep, yep. Watch the YouTube. That brother, he knows he dropped it like it was hot yeah. in his TEDx video, right? Yes, he did. 
one of the most popular TEDx videos of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We are coming up against our first break. My very special guest is Dinah Patton, and we're talking about inclusion and diversity and and uh, rising up and speaking up for yourself. And that's yeah. important. It's important. I mean, for women, but for men, too. Some men do not speak up for themselves either. We're going to talk about all that and so much more when we come back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will be right back on the other side. We'll be right back. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Diana Patton. And if you've not gotten my latest book, it's called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, Volume 2. And that is a collection of some of the best interviews from this very radio show, including Kevin Harrington, Brad Sugars, Chris Powell from Extreme Weight Loss, Dan Locke, just a lot of really amazing, amazing wisdom. It's 99 cents on Kindle. You can't even shake a stick at that. Get the paperback also. In fact, get multiple copies. That would be even better. Give some to your friends and family. Holidays are coming up, you know. So here we are with Diana Patton. And let me ask you, Diana, why do you think some people achieve success and others don't? You know, people really don't take time to get to the root of their story. A lot of people are, they, they're scared of their own shadow. They don't even take a look at it. The people that are successful really take time to examine their lives. Mm-hmm. They realize what I love this book. Um, it's called, it talks about your, an upper limit problem. You ever heard of it? It's called the big leap by Gary. Yes. Hendrick. You yes, know, yes. Winfield talks about that. I got to give Chris and Jen Gottlieb some pumps up. Listen, yep. people don't, they don't understand they have an upper limit problem. They don't they don't take the time to realize they subconsciously self-sabotage themselves. Right. A lot of people like to blame it on whatever we like to blame it on, you know. But, hey, I got ancestors who came over on a freaking boat. You hear me? Right. They were slaves and they made it. (laughs) Okay, they pushed past that upper limit problem. I got shoulders to stand on that are very broad. So it's really up to all of us to look at our lives and recognize that we sometimes deal with an upper limit problem. Yeah. I, I love that. That, and so how do you do that? Well, you know, again, everything comes back to, are you about to sit your butt down 
and really invest time in yourself. I'm a lawyer, right? So it took me some time to get through law school and to pass the bar exam. I always tell people, I'm going to law school on my daggone self, and I'm going to earn a degree in Diana. Yeah. That's a full stop master's degree, law degree. And guess what? It never ends. Yeah. Because you know what we do is we begin to, we try to put stuff down, but then we pick that stuff back up. Why? Because it's comfortable. Yeah. And nobody likes to step outside of that comfort zone, but we know the special sauce happens when you are outside of that daggone comfort zone. But see, and then also thing we're doing, we're by ourselves, right? We start nursing our own wounds and then we don't get in collaboration with other people because we rise together. You know, the the scriptures say a cord of three strands is not easily broken. So you need to be with another person and then let God in the midst. You Mm -hmm. you are unstoppable, unstoppable. Mm -hmm. I love that. So how do we we become more resilient? Because I know resiliency is a huge topic in your work. Yeah, you got to go in the, you got to, listen, you know, I'm always, well, you don't know this, Brian, but I'm always talking about scripture. See, there's this old scripture. It talks about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? They went into the fire, but guess what? They didn't get burned. You know why? Because they were constantly working on themselves. The only way that you become resilient is if you choose to walk into the fire, Right? And I don't know if you watched any of 60 Minutes yesterday. I know that we shouldn't talk about stuff that's happened like yesterday, the day before, but 9-11 just happened, right? Right, right. And we talked about the firefighters who went into the fire. Do you know some of the folks went into the fire? They went into these, into the Twin Towers. They were in the elevators and they did not get hurt. They did not get hurt. So the, how do we build our resilience? By going straight toward the problem, figuring it out, falling crying, dusting your little booty up and then getting right back on up and going again. Yep. That and is keep going and keep going and keep yeah. going until you can't go no more until you dead. Yeah. That that is such good stuff. You have to choose to walk right into the fire. You have to choose to lean into it choice. as my coach likes to tell me. It's a choice and you know what? This is what Dr. Caroline Leaf says since we talk about doctors cuz she's actually my therapist. She just don't know it. Um, (laughs) you have to check your thoughts, then check your feelings and then choose. Mm -hmm. We all get to choose. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing that God gave us choice. That's also the problem because we have a choice. What are you choosing? What are you choosing? Every day you get to check your thoughts. You know what Dr. Caroline Lee says also? Perform brain surgery on yourself. Mm. Ain't that deep? Yeah. That is deep. That's really deep. Let's talk briefly about your book, Inspiration in My Shoes. Tell us about this. Why did you decide to write this? Hardest book I've ever written in my entire life. I chose to break the chain, the negative legacy that was spiraling in my family. You know what I chose to do? Mm. Shout it out. Shout, shout, mm-hmm. let it all out. You know that Tears for Fear song? Anyways, yes. I shouted it out and I broke the negative chain. You know why? Because sometimes we need to let people know that this, this little stronghold called trauma and incest, all this stuff that happened in my family, I, sh- I shared it. Mm-hmm. 
And you know what it does? Mm. It releases the stronghold. Oh. So when you have something junk, like I call it junk in your trunk. Mm -hmm. You know, Brian, I went on stage one time and I did this talk called junk in my trunk. I literally came on stage with a trunk on my butt. Oh, wow. (laughs) You know what I did with that trunk? I opened it up and I put light on it. And you know, when you shine a light on darkness, guess what darkness has to do? It goes away. So that's why I wrote the book is number one for the family, my family to finally see the light, right? For me specifically and my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren, they will not feel the disease of my past. They will have an on-ramp to glory and light and beauty if they so choose. Then I also wrote this book for all the young little black and brown girls who are going to sleep, really all little girls, who are going to sleep at night wondering if they're going to make it the next morning. I am a beacon of light. I am a beacon of hope through the Lord Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. who is channeling and I'm waving to the young girls who are trying to find a way to shore. I am the beacon of hope helping them get there. So this is that book. It's going to help them. It's a pretty deep book, brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even when I read it, I was like, dang, that's a lot. Oh, wait, that's that was my life. <laughs> right. That was your life. So a lot like, of people go through the mess and then they don't want to talk about it because they have some shame about it. So how can we have course. the courage? How can we have the courage to make our mess into our message? Listen, Brene Brown, that woman is a deep sister. She has another great TEDx talk. She wrote a book called Dare to Lead and also about bravery and transparency and vulnerability. And as off to give some props to Robin Roberts, who also talks about taking your mess and making it your message. It takes courage. Yeah. You know, it, it sure takes, does. It takes bravery, but it is your duty to not keep that to yourself. Some people go to their graves with that, but you know what does not go to their grave? Like I said, You think you're burying it under a rock, but you know what? It comes in it. Listen to this. It defiles your family. Your family will pick up what you try to bury. Oh, wow. You don't, people don't know this. People don't know this. That's amazing. I love, I love that you said that it's your duty to not keep it to yourself. Right. It's your duty. You know, it's your duty to share your story and don't sit there and act like you can't tell about the other parts because the shame and the blame and the guilt, listen to this. This is what I tell people. This is what causes heart disease. Mm. It's contrary to what y'all think the fried chicken, which my grandmama ate all the time. Okay. Fried chicken and, um, in your little Fritos and Cheetos, That's not what I consider what's causing heart disease. I believe what's causing heart disease is blame, shame, guilt, and get this, unforgiveness. When we choose not to forgive, that's what's holding us back. And there, my friend, takes us right back to where we started. We have an upper limit problem. And our upper limit problem is when we choose not to dive into the stuff that's holding us back, shame, blame. I love that. So you did a blog about getting your voice back. Oh, I sure did. 
when something traumatic happens to you. <laughs> yes. So how do you get your voice back? You said it's a it's your duty to not keep the trauma to yourself. So you have to get your voice back. So what are some things we can do to get our voice back? Yeah, you have to have a daily practice. Every single morning, there's a book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Love him. I'm he was my very, very first guest 10, ah! almost, almost 10 years ago. He was my very first Ooh, guest. That's my dude. I love him. That book changed my life. Gain a daily practice, right? I love his savers, right? Get in silence. You know, develop a set of affirmations. Grit some visualization, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And then you need to educate yourself through reading and scribing. That's number one. You're going to have to have a daily practice. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and number two, you really have to root out that shame and, shame and blame, right? Mm -hmm. Face the story. Face your problem, right? Some of us are nursing old wounds, and we don't even realize we're nursing old wounds. And then the other thing is record your voice. Record your voice so you can hear often realize God gave you that beautiful, amazing voice. So I tell people to pull out their voice memo and I tell them to read their affirmations to themselves. So when they're on their way going to work, that they can listen to that and then tell yourself that you have a beautiful voice. Yeah. Right. Those are just some of the steps I suggest. And you know what I did a few weeks ago? I recorded myself saying 14 affirmations and I gave my virtual assistant the recording and said, loop this a bunch of times so I can listen to this Ooh, for 20 minutes every day. That's a that's beautiful. So and I do, I listen to, I listen to my affirmations for about 20 minutes a day because that's how long the recording is. She looped it oh. like, I don't know, 40, 40 or 50 times and it's two, 20 minutes long. See, that's, you know, someone could actually do a business. Like, look, we over here trying to give people businesses. If you're listening and you know how to record stuff, set yourself out to help people to record their affirmations and give it back to themselves and they could pay like $125 for it. There you go. There you go. There you go. Ching, ching. Less, ching. less than two minutes to our ching, break. Ching, very, very quickly. How do you build self-worth if you just feel completely useless? Yeah, you have to really start to understand your identity. Who, who are you placing your identity in? Is it in people? They'll fail you every single time. Is it non-physical and spiritual? Build your identity on the rock that built this earth, mm -hmm. right? And then when you start to understand how God created you, that he knows all the hairs on your head, boom. That's a whole nother message right there, Brian. We need to go deeper on that one. We can't leave that one alone, but I'm gonna leave it alone right now. Right, absolutely. We are coming up against... Our next break, I can't believe how much fun we're having. We're talking about self-worth and getting your voice back and standing up for yourself and dealing with your yeah. upper limit problems. When we come back after the break, we're going to talk more about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yes. We're going to talk about saying goodbye to perfection. We're going to talk about mm. how important health and fitness is to your journey and and what we should be eating to stay fit. And I know you're mm. going to say eat mostly from the ground, and that's going to be a really great, great idea. <laughs> And we'll talk about the mind-body connection. So we're going to talk yes. about all that when we come back. I cannot believe how quickly this is going. We're going to keep going. And we're back after the break with Diana Patton. And she is the author of the book, Inspiration of My Shoes. You can pick that up on Amazon anytime you want. And I advocate that you take a, take a look at that and, and get that yeah. book, Inspiration of My Shoes by Diana Patton. We'll be right back. The mission 
is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. This is the Tokinet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Diana Patton. And if you've not... Download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on Apple Tune, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. Uh, please go ahead and do that. Leave a review. That would mean a lot. And we're getting a lot of traction on Apple Podcasts, and I, I can't wait for you to hear every single episode that that I've done in almost 10 years. There's over 430 episodes now. So can't wait for you to dive into all the awesomeness that we've had over the years. So, Diana, let's talk about diversity, equity, inclusion. These are passion topics for you. Where do you think we are now and where do we need to go? We still have a lot of work to do, but you know, we've made some progress. Let me tell you something about diversity, equity, inclusion. So Martin Luther King on the March on Washington, he said to, he quoted the book of Amos and he said, you know, that uh, justice will roll down like mighty rivers, righteousness, like a stream. When George Floyd was murdered and his daughter said, my daddy changed the world. You know, when she said that, mm-hmm. that activated those, the justice rolling down like rivers. We've seen catastrophic changes, right? These organizations, Goldman Sachs giving $5 billion. I think it's billion. I'm not sure. To black women. Like what? <laughs> Yeah. We got because we, what we had before was just diversity. Let's look around and see if we have a black person, we have a gay person, we have Chinese person. That's called diversity, right? right. Inclusion means is respect. You're going to respect all of me, even my hair. Do you realize that black women in natural hair? A law just passed, Brian, last year that you hmm. can't discriminate on the basis of hair. Do y'all realize that hijabs weren't even allowed for a lot of places, mm. right? So, so inclusion says, I respect you. But you know the big thing we need to chomp at? Equity. Do you know what equity is? Equity says that you get to be paid 
the same amount that your male counterpart needs to get paid, woman. And you know who who rocked the house on that? There was a law in 2009 that Obama passed with Lily Ledbetter. It's called the Lily Ledbetter law. And I don't know a lot of people know about this that says that you can ask about the salary that you're making in a company and the company has to tell you whether your male counterparts being paid, what they're being paid. Did you know that you couldn't even do that in most organizations? Mm, That's called equity. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. So CP, a lot of people don't know these things. That's why we got to keep talking about this. So it is going to take, listen to this. You ready for this? 136 years for women to have the same type of equity that men have. That's from the United Nations. 136 years. That number went up by 36 years due to what? The freaking pandemic. Mm. That set us back 36 years. So you ask the question, how are we doing? We're doing okay. But until we get women to speak up, which is why I do my work the way that I do with Rise Advocates, why Rise Advocates Academy, I've got to get women to speak up, right? Because women, if you haven't noticed, we have all these gender stereotypes. You know what they like to tell us? Oh, you're too emotional. You've heard that? You heard that before? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, you're just an angry black woman. You heard that before, Michelle Obama? So, you know, these are the kinds of things that we deal with as women. So we're doing okay, but there's a lot of work to do, as you can tell in my voice. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Let's talk about striving for perfection, because that's Mm. something that I hear a lot of. Mm -hmm. And some people just won't even start unless they know that they can win. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well, that's trauma speaking. Hmm. So how do we say goodbye to perfection? Say hello to consistency. (laughs) So you have to be, if you can just be consistent, here's the number one thing I want to tell you, everybody. Listen up, listen up, listen up. Get your pens out. Write this down. Show up. Just show up. A lot of people won't just show up. So what does that mean? If you say, I'm going to tomorrow, I'm going to do blah, 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 blah. And let's just say you overslept, right? By 20 minutes of that goal. What you going to say? Ah, well, you know, I only got five minutes to do it now. Then get your butt up and show up for five minutes. You see the difference between perfectionism says, I can't do it. Let me just forget the whole thing. That's perfectionism. Where you say consistency, that means that you're going to show up regardless of what time you have, regardless of what happened. You know, you ate bad today. Right now, you can do and be consistent. So I just believe a lot of people need to really remove that mindset and get that new consistent mindset. What do you think about that? That that sounds absolutely great. And if you do show up and be consistent, your mind will start to believe that. that Your mind's going to start believing that you're serious. Okay. So listen, I'm 53 years old and um, I have, you know what my goal is every single year to try on my wedding dress uh, that I drive 24 years ago, every single year. Now, granted, I didn't try it on just after I had my baby when she was, she's 20 now. I didn't try it on right after that. I gave myself some time right? because I'm consistent. I can still wear my wedding dress. How about them? And a lot of people can't. And this is a Vera Wang item, you know, and I would love it if Vera Wang wanted to give me another dress if she's hearing this. (laughs) Vera, call me up. Call the sister up. But no, listen, I am straight up putting on this dress because 
when you are about perfectionism, you put yourself in a box that is you're not able to get out of. Hmm. And so don't put yourself in the perfectionism box. Put yourself in the consistency box and show up. That's absolutely fantastic. I love that. Let's pivot to health and fitness. I know how important that is to you. What do yeah. you eat to stay <laughs> well, fit so that you can still fit in your wedding dress? <laughs> You know, I always tell people I just eat mostly from the ground, but that don't mean that every now and again, I ain't going to have me some Chick-fil-A fries. Okay. Because I love some Chick-fil-A fries with every, that Chick-fil-A sauce. And I love it when they say my pleasure. Okay. We all know Chick-fil-A does not do any better than any other place. It's just that they consistently, you see, I dropped that little nugget in there. Look yes. at me dropping all these nuggets. And you <laughs> not no nugget. that's, that's awesome too. <laughs> I'm cracking myself up. Okay, so eat mostly from the ground. So when you look at your plate, does it predominantly consist of fruits and vegetables? Yeah. If you are consistently eating that way, then you're you're going to be I have never counted count calories. I have never done a little pie chart because here's what I figured. The birds of the air and cows, they don't count calories. You're right, they don't. <laughs> hell we do account calories the problem is we pay too much attention to what the world says do if your diet primarily consists of listen to this brian let me drop this to you if your diet meaning what you consume on a daily basis consists primarily of social media media people pleasing and taking in everything the world says you know what you're going to be doing count calories stuck on perfectionism. But if your primarily consumption is waking up early in the morning time, taking time for yourself, praying, journaling. For me, it's reading the word of God, yeah. pulling myself away during the day to meditate, to pray. And, you know, and I allow maybe a little bit of that media and shut that thing off, create some boundaries in your life making certain that you have guardrails. There's so many books that I can talk about there. But um, Henry Cloud wrote a book called Boundaries. That's a very good book for people to read. Mm. But see, because a lot of people, they are just completely and 100% lost in human consumption. Therefore, they are unable to take in what God already gave us. He gave us an internal compass. Yeah. Right. So if we eat primarily from the ground that we should toil on, because, you know, Adam and Eve messed that up, but it's OK. That's OK. We just have to make certain that we're eating from the ground. Does that make sense? I mean, that's that's all as clear. I mean, you can also eat some of the animals, you know, but don't eat those. Some people eat mostly animals and um, and fish and they're not eating. And, and there's nothing wrong with eating that. We just have to do it in lower doses and especially food that comes from a package. Right. That means it's processed in some way by a human. Um, so we need to limit that, too. But, you know, again, just eat mostly from the ground and from the water. I love that. So how important is the mind body connection? It is everything until you recognize that you have a mind that the body is is a slave to the mind. Right. Yeah. The, the, the body will do what the mind says to you. But until you start to recognize that your mind is spiritual, right? Again, I have to reference Dr. Caroline Leaf on this one, um, is that your mind is, is able to pick up in its, again, it's programmed. 
your mind is programmed, your, excuse me, your brain is programmed and your mind gets to choose whether it wants to believe that program or not. And oftentimes it's going to believe that program because if you're not conditioning your mind with a different program, it's going to do. So my body will tell me, my body will reflect whatever it is my mind says to Mm. Right. And so your behaviors will reflect whatever your mind says do. So people will say, oh, you know, I'm still trying to lose my baby weight. Well, you're reflecting, you know, there's a lot of women who will say that and I get it. You know, it's very difficult, but you can choose to change that. And for me, I use yoga. Uh, I used to be a runner in college and I ran, I was a sprinter. Right. And I was pounding that pavement all the time. I can't do that now. Right. right. My body. Now, if I if I wasn't paying attention to my mind, I would be doing that crazy stuff and then having all sorts of injuries. Yeah. But the connection is very strong. Man, that's a whole nother message. I keep saying that's a whole other message. It's just there's so much to educate people on. But Absolutely. hopefully it helps. Yeah. We have less than two minutes to our final break. Let me ask you, what are your top core values? First and foremost, faith. Second is my family. Third is my wellness. Fourth is integrity. Fifth is accountability. That is absolutely fantastic. And you know what? You can build a company off of that, can't you? You sure can. It's called Rise with Diana. (laughs) It's called Rise Advocates. Yes, that's exactly what I built it on. Absolutely. And we will definitely spend some time talking about that when we come back from the break. Uh, What how do you, how do you know who you can trust? Cause that's a, that's, that's really, really tough. Sometimes they have to reflect. First of all, if you don't know yourself, you can't trust nobody. Right. I don't really believe that you can't trust, you know, others until you really can trust yourself. Once you can trust yourself, then you will be given, especially you ask God. First of all, I believe whenever, whatever I ask will be given unto me. Right. So if I ask God to tell me who I can trust, he gives me what's called the Holy Spirit. And that's, what tell, that's who tells me who I can trust. Fantastic. We're coming up against our final break. I can't believe how fast this is going. We are having so much fun. I hope you all are having fun listening to this. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Diana Patton. She is the author of the book, inspiration in my shoes and we will talk about rise up advocates and so much more when we come back this is success profiles radio The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. 
about the Dutch company called Mars One that is planning to transport settlers one way to Mars in 2025. Believe it or not, the company has received more than 200,000 applicants and has whittled them down to 100 brave Ubermensches. According to the company, the goal is to explore the mystery or anky-pranky of Mars and to begin building a new home for humans on another planet. I don't mean to squabash the idea, but who wants to spend the rest of their life in such a cold, hostile place? Then again, even with the winter we've had, lots of people still choose to live in the Northeast. But one advantage of life on Mars is the gravity is very weak, so I would weigh a lot less if I lived there. In fact, I've been reading a book about anti-gravity, and it's impossible to put down. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and Words You Never Heard has been brought to you by the Bariatric Surgery Center of Dallas. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Diana Patton. And we're talking about diversity, inclusion, and equity, and rising up and speaking up for yourself. Yes. I want to ask you, Diana, about your program called Rise Up Advocates. It's a movement that you've started. Tell us about that. Okay, so it's called Rise Advocates. Oh, Rise and, Advocates. Okay. Yes, yeah, because you you do hear Rise, you think of Rise Up. Um, rise Advocates Academy. It is a program that I have put together. It's a six levels of mastery that I've put together for professional women. Again, to help them overcome challenges, adversities, and trauma. That starts with that because I'm usually attracting these professional women, high profile women in these organizations who have tons and tons of trauma, which partly got them where they are today, you know, Mm -hmm. but they're utilizing the wrong methodology. Right. So we need to help them overcome those challenges, adversities, traumas to activate their voice because they already have one. They just need to ignite it. They need to activate it. They need to give it a catalyst. Right. To advocate for themselves, for others, and the causes they believe in. We actually are going to be kicking off our advocates, our Rise Advocates Academy. The cart opens for this class. It's an eight-week module where they're going to be traveling with me for over eight weeks. And we start off with the first calling, first mastery, which is your calling. You know, a lot of people aren't paying attention to the calling because they're so mired in their own trauma. Then we move from calling, then we move into mindset, right? We've got to really get the right mindset. Then we develop a certain set of personal development principles, professional development. And then we work into the advocacy piece where they're going to be given tons and tons of different forms, business forms, and so forth on how they can start to advocate for themselves. And then they move into service because to me, Everything's about serving others, right? As a professional woman, you should be mentoring young people. And so my program is meant to give them the tools and everything that they need in order to advocate and to be that voice. Again, we got 136 years of inequity. We got to get people ready. Like I'm building, building an entire army of rise advocates. And guess what they're going to also have? Because a lot of people are scared to speak up because one, 
They might be, you know, they might be, you know, considered the angry black woman or whatever, but they're also scared for their jobs. They, they think they might not get, you know, promoted. They may be overlooked, right? They may be considered a, a challenging person on the job, which they are, but guess what they're going to have? An army of women who are going to be there to support them. And you know what else they're going to have? Legal counsel. Yeah. If they get in trouble, we're going to be on it. Like white yeah. on rights, because you know I'm a, I'm an attorney, so I do right. separate work. So we're going to be creating in every single state. There are going to be attorneys who are licensed who are going to be ready to help them in case they need someone, because oftentimes people feel alone. Yeah. So we got to make certain that they're supported. So that's the Rise Advocates Academy. What do you think about that, Brian? That sounds amazing. Where can people learn more about that? They can go to riseadvocates.com. And they can go ahead and um, register there. But I'm going to I'm going to actually rise with Diana is another one to go to. So I'm um, not to confuse your listeners too much, but but they also can follow me on social media. But I wanted to make certain that they, you know, get in right away, get in right away, because the cart opens on September 20th okay. and it closes on the 30th. Classes start. Ding, 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 ding on October 5th. Nice. So, um, yeah, so we are ready to go. If, if, you know, but if someone says, I'm so confused, I don't know how to reach her. All you got to do is Google Diana Patton. Yep. yep. And, and you'll, find me. you'll find me. Yep. And that's P-A-T-T-O-N. Yeah. Like the general. Yes. Patton. A lot of people don't know who the general Patton is. I always tell people I helped integrate that family. In case your viewers didn't know I was black. Right. <laughs> right. Awesome. So you have a number of high profile clients, including Nike, the NBA, Boost Mobile, yes. and so many more. How did yeah. those happen? I mean, for someone out there who wants, I want a big level client like that. How did you do that? <laughs> Let me tell you something. So the first, the LPGA was, you know, I just, proximity is power, right? So mm -hmm. I was at a conference and I was sitting next to Roberta Bowman, who is the chief brand and communications officer for the LPGA. And it was at an LPGA event. And I started talking to her. I started listening to her and I said, oh, you are someone I want to get to know. Guess what I started doing? Emailing her. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, hey. You know what? I, then what happened when George Floyd hit? Guess who she called? You. She called me. She's like, call me if you need someone to talk to now. Right. So that was the LPGA. And then so the uh, so the MBA in Nike was from a contact that I had from a person I met at a diversity conference. I started talking to him. The same thing. Guess what? Became a client. Boost Mobile. All these people have done voiceovers for. These are individuals. So these are these are companies that I've done diversity, equity, inclusion for. These are people that I've spoken for. I mean, I've done workshops. I've had some retainer agreements for. So. I've been really blessed by opening my mouth, yeah, activating my voice, and guess what? Advocating for myself. So I tell women all the time, I don't not just telling you to do this. Guess what? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it and doing it and doing it well. I'm doing it well. And by the way, Brian, for me, everything is a song. If you have yeah. okay, oh, everything is a song. <laughs> I could have won the, you know, that, that show, what is it called? You know, where you have to guess the song. Oh, name that tune. Name that tune. I could have done that. I could have done that. They, I think they have that show now. I think they have that I show think they now. are redoing that show now. Absolutely. I need to, let's you and I be a guest. Let's be a sure. guest one day. There we you go. Each other. Tell us about your program, Head Full of Dreams. 
Oh, Head Full of Dreams was started because number one, I was on a treadmill and I was listening to Coldplay's Head Full of Dreams album. Okay. Love that. (laughs) And I was with the school called Polyfax Academy, School for Pregnant Mothering Teens. And I needed to find a way to help these young girls dream, you know? Mm-hmm. So because when you are in adversities and trauma, like I was as a kid, I realized it was no one telling me I can dream and that I could utilize these dreams in a way to help me again, start thinking about what it was I wanted to do with my life. So we developed the Head Full of Dreams program at the Polyfox Academy. We started it off by taking a photo of them, right? We did a photo shoot. They would hold a representation of their dream that they would write down on a chalkboard, whether they wanted to be just a confident woman or they wanted to be a dentist, lawyer, or they wanted to just be a a radio producer or a radio host like you. Mm -hmm. And we gave them, you know, understanding of what dreaming is. And then we took a picture of them and then we put it on a head full of dreams wall, right? Mm -hmm. They're, They're little pictures. So when they walked into the school, they were told to look up because it was up toward the sky, right? Look up, see that. And then once a month, the teachers would pick a student to be the head full of dreams student of the month. Mm. They were given a crown. They were given a cake. And then, of course, we talked about them all the time on social media. And guess who took them out to dinner? Me. Great. Gave them a copy of my book, Inspiration in My Shoes. And then we would just, I met with them every single, we did it every single month. Because people in trauma, they don't, they're, they're again, what is I talk about? Consistency. They need to see that you are a consistent person. So we are going to be launching the Head Full of Dreams program again. The Polyfax Academy closed. I'm not going to let that happen again. You hear me? But the Ella P. Stewart Academy for Girls in Toledo, Ohio, we are launching the Head Full of Dreams program with sixth grade girls, 18 black and brown girls. And I'm telling you, we already had our first meeting. I am in love with these young ladies. And so I'm utilizing also the talented, aspiring women leaders called tall ladies at the University of Toledo. We are having them mentor the Ella P. Stewart girls. Mm. It's a beautiful program. I wish you could come and see it, but it's wonderful. We're just getting started with this new program at Ella. We were at Polyfax for a few years. So, yeah, that's my passion project. Fantastic. So what has surprised you about entrepreneurship? You have to stay organized and it is a long game. Mm -hmm. Don't expect to come out here being like, you know, dropping it like it's hot, you know, starting from the bottom. Now you're here. Started from the bottom. Now you're here. It can take 10 years. (laughs) It's a long game and you have to keep your mindset correct. So that's the thing about entrepreneurship. But, you know, I love it. And also, don't be just concerned about the dollars. What's your mission? Get your mission the right way. And it has to be something that inspires you and gives you passion and purpose. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing about entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Less than three minutes until the end. If you could yeah. give advice, advice to the 18-year-old version of yourself, what would you tell her? It's going to be all right. Everything works out. Everything works out. Keep focused and keep centered in Christ. I love that. The question I ask everyone toward the end, who inspires and motivates you? Michelle Obama is the one. Why? Because that woman was like, I am not. I'm not dimming my light for you. You don't like my arms. You don't like my brown skin. Oh, well. (laughs) 
<laughs> and she also inspires young women. The other woman that inspires me the most is my mama. She's still in Pastoria, Ohio. Joni Pinsky. I love my mom so much. And I told her on Aunt Alice's porch. It's a chapter in my book that I would never, I would do my best to lift her up. And I'm so far so good. Fantastic. How can we find you? How can we get a hold of you? Risewithdiana.com is my main website. It's a little janky website, y'all. I know we're getting it together, but that's where you're going to have to reach me now. Or just go on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Go on Instagram, follow my stories. I make them really fun. Go to Diana Patton, hashtag DP Inspires. You'll see my smiling face there. You just, just connect with me. Let's just talk. Let's just keep this thing real. And then we can really go further with my Rise Advocates Academy. Is there a bucket list item out there that you have not accomplished yet? Go to Africa and speak to Oprah School. Oh. Did you hear that, Oprah? Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I love that. That's fantastic. And as we wrap up, Diana, what are some final thoughts you'd like to share with us less than a minute to the end? Thank you, Brian. Thank you. But, you know, keep your head to the sky. You know, God just has such an amazing purpose for you. And it just brings me so much joy to be here today and to, you know, think about my brother and my sister who've passed on. So yeah, keeps me going. All right. Well, Diana, thank you so much for being here today. This was a lot of fun. We learned a lot. And so thank you for, for who you are in the world. Thank you, Brian, for bringing so much light. You're You're so welcome. And thanks to all of you for listening. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Please join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, where I interview another world-class achiever, learn what they did, what they overcame, and the lessons we can learn from their experiences. Please join us every Monday. And if you have not downloaded and subscribed to Success Profiles Radio, please go ahead and do that. It's on Apple Podcasts. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. We'll have guests that will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. If you've ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living, then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join us again next week for more Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright.